With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, the claws are out and the cat fight continues on Capitol Hill. This is Orlando's news, weather and traffic here on News Radio 93.1 WFLA. I'm Michael Yaffe. And I'm Alan McBride. Our top stories this afternoon. A law enforcement pioneer passes away. And Ron DeSantis wants lawmakers to move on medical marijuana. 501 on News Radio 93.1. A pioneering Orlando police officer is dead. Charlie Ings was the department's first black detective, and in 1965, he was the first to have a white officer as a partner. The father of Orlando City Commissioner Sam Ings, he died Saturday at the age of 83. This news brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. The Orlando attorney who spearheaded the drive to legalize medical marijuana in Florida spoke in Winter Park today as the governor announced a policy statement. John Morgan said that the stand Ron DeSantis had taken, essentially giving the legislature a deadline to implement the medical marijuana amendment in a way that reflects the will of the voters, was something that made him proud. He's read the constitutional amendment. He's listened to the will of the people, 71 percent. And the comments that he's made have been so encouraging to me that the people's will should be the most important. Governor DeSantis says compassion is at the core of this, and the voters were very clear about what they wanted. Uh, I look at somebody who may have Lou Gehrig's disease or terminal cancer or multiple sclerosis. I think the Florida voters who voted for that wanted them to have access to medical marijuana under the, under the supervision of a physician. Whether they have to smoke it or not, who am I to judge that? I want people to be able to have their suffering relieved. He says legislation written last year just doesn't cut it, so he wants lawmakers to pass a new law on the subject or amend the current one, and he wants that done by mid-March. Yeah, we're going to have a live report from Winter Park where he spoke on exactly what Ron DeSantis had to say and what happens next. And what's happening right now with uh, Governor DeSantis is a lot of people on both sides of the aisle are very impressed with his early work as the state's chief executive. Yeah, including myself. A suspected peeping Tom is in beat at Palm Beach County Jail, by the way, after getting beaten up by a former NFL player. Jeffrey Cassidy facing lewd and lascivious behavior charge for allegedly looking into a 15-year-old girl's bedroom on Monday. 48-year-old suffered broken bones in his face after being caught in the act by Tony Beckham, who happens to be a former Detroit Lion and Tennessee Titan. Beckham says he saw Cassidy peering into his daughter's bedroom. When Cassidy tried to run, Beckham caught up with him. No charges being considered against Beckham. A new measure crafted by two lawmakers would let you use a virtual driver's license on your smartphone as proof of identification. The measure, by Republican James Grant and Democrat Matt Wilhite, would create a statewide database to store driver's licenses and insurance information. While carrying a driver's license would still be required under state law, you could use this option if you get stopped for a moving violation on the same day you happen to leave that license at home. Yeah, and this kind of makes sense because a lot of People carry their insurance card on their phone now. I usually don't carry a physical insurance card anymore. I usually just pull it up on my phone. It's very popular. 
but this does not replace, like you said, driver's licenses, regular driver's licenses. It just is an extra. It is, and it's something that basically helps you keep a lot of personal documents close together. And as we know, with every hurricane season that comes by, it's always good to have this personal data in one place right to hand. That's true. Crime, by the way, down in the Florida Keys. The Monroe County Sheriff's Office says overall crime there fell more than 16% last year, with the department achieving roughly 39% clearance rate. According to a Florida Department of Law Enforcement report, two of the biggest drops in Monroe County last year were the categories of aggravated assault and larcenies. And a man who tried to drive his car through a snowman got a lot more than he expected, like front-end damage for one thing. You can find out. (laughs) Kind of deserves it. You just (laughs) ought to be a lot nicer when it comes to other people's property. Yeah. That snowman might be a tempting target, but it hid something. (laughs) Yes, it did. You can learn about it at WFLAOrlando.com. WFLA News Time is 5.05. PM Orlando with Mike and Weekdays 9 a.m. till noon on News Radio 93.1. Here is the headline from the Washington Examiner on what is happening today on Capitol Hill. It's an amazing headline, and I think it um, shows it best. It says, Pelosi finding out the hard way that you can't out troll Trump. Uh, yeah, I would say that. So what is happening today is, well, we all know the story from yesterday. Nancy Pelosi threatened, said we need to postpone or cancel the State of the Union address. She said that she noted national security concerns. Um, yes, even though Homeland Security and the Secret Service said they were never contacted by Nancy Pelosi and there was no problem. They were expecting to do it anyway. We all know the real reason behind this. Nancy Pelosi did not want to give Trump um, that platform because Trump would use that platform to talk about the need for the border and talk about angel moms and talk about why the Democrats are not funding the wall. This is all this is all a part of a game, a power play by Nancy Pelosi. So President Trump said, oh, we're going to do that. You're, you're talking with the master troller. And he decides to cancel something of Nancy Pelosi's and basically give her like an hour notice doing it. It is, it is, <laughs> it's 2019. Let's just put it that way. It's 2019. Trump is president. Nancy Pelosi is speaker of the house. There is a government shutdown and this is the kind of stuff that's going to happen. Welcome to PM Orlando, where we have Alan McBride giving you the news at the top and bottom of the hour. Tom Benson is producing today. How do? Yes. How are you, Tom? I'm fine. Thank you. And we got some great stories tonight. Oh, there is a lot of different things to talk about. One thing we are going to talk about is we're going to have a live report from Winter Park where Governor Ron DeSantis spoke and he is done with the foot dragging when it comes to medical marijuana, especially being able to smoke medical marijuana. He feels like the pure intention of the law is that with the help of a physician and with the permission of a physician, you should be able to smoke marijuana for medical reasons and he's saying it's time to implement that there is no sign though that he's going to do the same thing with amendment four we're going to have that and we also have a chance for you to win some money in fact 
We could put a grand in your hand, $1,000 in your hand. What you have to do, get out your phone right now. Listen for the keyword that's coming up in just a sec and text that keyword to 200-200 for your chance to win. We have that in Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in two minutes. PM Orlando on WFLA. It is 512 right now on PM Orlando, and this is one of the top political stories we're looking at for you today. The White House is looking at alternatives for the upcoming State of the Union address. This comes after Democratic House Speaker Nancy Pelosi asked President Trump to postpone the speech on January 29th until after the partial government shutdown is over. CBS News says the White House is debating if Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell could ask the president to deliver the annual address. Actually, Rand Paul tweeted that out as well, saying, well, they're not going to do it. You can do it in the senate good idea yeah exactly right updates on our top stories every 10 minutes this is pm orlando rush limbaugh weekdays noon till three on news radio 93.1 so president trump sent a letter to nancy pelosi today why why is this all happening well we talked about it yesterday and i talked about it on the morning show today nancy pelosi decided that she thinks trump should postpone the state of the union address and this is what she said about it yesterday That's a security decision which is completely out of my hands. This is a housekeeping matter in the Congress of the United States. So we can honor the responsibility of the invitation we extended to the president. You can make it from the Oval Office if you want. Oh, he can make it from the Oval Office if he wants. I said yesterday what he should do is have a political rally. Just send a written version of Congress and then do a red hat political rally, possibly at the border. A lot of people are telling me he should do that and do it at the border. You do it in front of his supporters. Say, look, I'm a man of the people anyway. Congress can't act. I'm here. That being said, I also said that I'm all for getting rid of the State of the Union address. I'm tired of the pomp and circumstance. I'm tired of it seeming like a monarchy. I'm tired of the obsession with the federal government and the executive branch. It's not how a republic is supposed to be. But President Trump responded to Nancy Pelosi, Pelosi today showing that, like the Washington Examiner said, you can't out-troll Trump sent this letter to Nancy Pelosi, kind of gets straight to the point. Here is the letter. Mm -hmm. says, due to the shutdown, I'm sorry to inform you that your trip to Brussels, Egypt, and Afghanistan has been postponed. Apparently this happened like an hour before she was supposed to leave. says, we will reschedule the seven-day excursion when the shutdown is over. In light of the 800,000 great American workers not receiving pay, I'm sure you would agree that postponing this public relations event is totally appropriate. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Appropriate. This is fantastic. This is fantastic. I'm sorry. It's hilarious. I also feel like I feel that during this period, it would be better if you were in Washington negotiating with me and joining the strong border security movement to end the shutdown. Amen. Obviously, if you would like to make your journey by flying commercial, that would certainly be your prerogative. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't get better than this. Yeah, because she was going to take a military plane to do all this mm-hmm. and have security and all that stuff. And Trump's right. 
They keep saying how Trump's causing all this pain in the shutdown while Democrats go to Puerto Rico and have party it up there. They go to Hawaii over the Christmas break while Trump stays in the White House. This is brilliant PR. You have to give Trump credit. He is good at marketing this kind of stuff. I saw a follow-up headline that said that Pelosi was going to visit the troops. <laughs> so in other words. Oh, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Says, I look forward to seeing you soon and even more forward to watching our open and dangerous southern border finally receive the attention, funding, and security it so desperately deserves. Sincerely, Donald J. Trump. <laughs> I mean, come on. It's 2019. You have to laugh about this stuff. You have to just understand Trump is president. The government shut down. This kind of stuff is going on. Nancy Pelosi started it, by the way. Although, I mean, we're not talking about kids here. At least we shouldn't be. Oh, who started it? He started it. She started it. But technically, Nancy Pelosi did start it. By the way, Congressman Adam Schiff from California, who always talks very seriously. He's, he's you know, oh, I am the man above everything here in Congress. We're going to investigate the president and blah, 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 blah. He um, was asked about this not too long ago, just about an hour ago. At the Capitol, and this is what he said about the whole situation. Certainly, the Speaker's office has been in communication with the Defense Department about this. Um, and uh, as far as uh, we can gather, because we've been in communication with the Defense Department, uh, until very recently, this came as news to them. Um, and uh, you'd have to ask the White House when this decision was made. Uh, it certainly sounds like it was another impetuous act of a president who has difficulty controlling his response. Um, whether uh, this kind of uh, fifth grade conduct is going to contribute, uh, it's hard to see how it's very constructive. Um, but uh, at the end of the day, whatever his motivation is, uh, we're going to do our oversight. It just drives me crazy that he's like, oh, this is just an impetuous act by the president. But says nothing about Nancy Pelosi. He's not going to criticize Nancy Pelosi because he'll get scolded by Nancy Pelosi. But, like, what Nancy Pelosi was doing at the State of the Union was the same thing. That was an impetuous act. That was a petty act. We all know it had nothing to do with security. So we won't criticize Nancy Pelosi, but, oh, Trump is being unreasonable and irresponsible, blah, blah, blah. No, Trump's responding in kind. You get what you deserve. Ron DeSantis was in Winter Park today, and it looks like he is keeping his promise on medical marijuana and talked about that. We'll get a live report from Winter Park, and we have Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in two minutes. It's 518 here on PM Orlando. It is 522 here on PM Orlando, and this is one of the top stories we've been looking at for you. President Trump's lawyer, Rudy Giuliani, says he can't state for certain members of the Trump campaign didn't work with Russia during the 2016 election. Giuliani said in an interview with CNN that he never claimed there wasn't collusion between the Trump campaign and Russia. But he had said Trump himself was not involved in any discussions with Russia. Updates in our top stories every 10 minutes here on PM Orlando. News, weather, and traffic for the smartest audience in talk radio. News Radio 93.1 WFLA. Uh, I look at somebody who may have Lou Gehrig's disease or terminal cancer or multiple sclerosis. I think the Florida voters who voted for that wanted them to have access to medical marijuana under the under the supervision of a physician. Whether they have to smoke it or not, who am I to judge that? I want people to be able to have their suffering relieved. 
All right, that is Ron DeSantis. Today, he spoke in Winter Park, Governor Ron DeSantis, and what he's talking about specifically is medical marijuana in Florida. This has been a big push by some in Florida because the Florida legislature, and this is something that Bud has talked about on the morning show, it's I've talked about on the morning show, and we've talked about here as well. This is something that the Florida legislature has been kind of bulking on. They have been really, really slow, and they have been dragging their feet trying to you know, not implement basically medical marijuana in Florida. This was not passed by the legislature. Remember, it was passed by an amendment that was pushed by attorney John Morgan. Well, what happened recently in the past year or so, past couple of years, is the Florida legislature was implementing the new law, but they were saying you can't smoke it. If you want to have medical marijuana, you can get it through a pill form or other ways, but you can't smoke it. A lot of people were upset about that, including John Morgan, because they said smoking is the best way to take it. It's the easiest way. It's the best way. It's the best way to get access. This is just another way to get in the way of medical marijuana because you don't like marijuana. So that's where we are. We were supposed to have a live report from our news partners at Fox 35. We're trying to make the connection. We had the connection and we lost the connection. We're trying to get that back. Uh, we had a reporter live there when Ron DeSantis was speaking. I will say, I will say this about Ron DeSantis. It seems like he's keeping the campaign promise here. He's really gotten to work, and he's saying right now that we have to have smokable marijuana. And um, we have, we have our reporter right now, Valerie Boy, reporting live from Winter Park. Valerie, what is the latest on this, and what did Ron DeSantis have to say today? Well, he actually said that we um, patients could be smoking medical marijuana by mid-March. Now, uh, today he held a news conference with Attorney John Morgan. We all know that um, Attorney Morgan is a big, big liberal, so it was very interesting to see him at a news conference standing next to some of the most powerful Republicans. Um, DeSantis says that he'll bring up the issue of smoking medical marijuana to state legislators during the legislative session in March. He's going to give them a two-week deadline. Now, we all know voters passed this two years ago, but the state fought uh, the smoking end of it, and that's when John Morgan filed a lawsuit. Now, he won in trial, but the state appealed under Governor Rick Scott. But now Governor DeSantis says he's going to dismiss the case if the legislators uh, don't pass it because he says, you know, the patients really need to get the care that they deserve and they shouldn't be waiting any longer. Um, DeSantis says it, it should have been implemented two years ago once the constitutional amendment was approved. So, again, by mid-March, patients um, with debilitating diseases will most likely be able to smoke that medical marijuana. Uh, they can't smoke it in a public place. Uh, but they most likely will be able to smoke it. So smoke it in the comfort of their own home or something, um, and they won't be Correct. able to get it unless they have permission from a doctor or physician, right? Exactly. And then um, there was another, you know, something else important. Governor DeSantis says he is against using recreational marijuana, and so uh, Morgan told us that that is an issue that he said he would not be pushing forward. So I thought that was very interesting also. You know, because he was a big push with the um, medical marijuana. Now, Governor Ron DeSantis was speaking in Winter Park today, and you and you're there right now. We're there. What? Why? What exactly was the main purpose of his visit? Well, that is very interesting. Um, one of uh, the governor's PR people said that it was a last-minute uh, decision to do the press conference, and they wanted to do it outside in a really beautiful place. So they decided to pick the park to do it, and I 
And I have to say, it's one of the most beautiful places that I have ever been to for a news conference. So oh, okay. um, I'm not, I'm loving my job right now. <laughs> but it sounds like the main, the main reason he had held this news conference was medical marijuana then. Yes, absolutely. The main reason, and it's because um, John Morgan lives, you know, close by in Lake yes. Mary. So he decided, you know, Winter Park was, you know, the great, the perfect place to hold this news conference on medical marijuana. All right, uh, Valerie Boy from Fox 35. You want to find out more about it, you can find it out at Fox News, Fox 35 News at 6. Thank you so much, Valerie. You're welcome. Bye. And Alan McBride is here right now. What do you have for us at the bottom of the hour? At the bottom of the hour, another reason to be thankful we live here in Florida, the weather. It's getting nasty up north. Also, a 49-year-old man under arrest after they found non-medicinal marijuana in his house, a lot of it. And uh, we'll keep you up to speed on those stories and more. All right, it's 528 here on PM Orlando. News, weather, and traffic for the smartest audience in talk radio. News Radio 93.1. Alan McBride, a lot of breaking news today, a lot of interesting news coming today, and you have the latest for us right now. Indeed I do. We've also got some news for our friends up north and the reason they come south. This news brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. Another reason to appreciate life in Florida. Residents of New York and New Jersey are bracing for a snowstorm this weekend and then bitter cold on Monday. Meteorologist Mark Thibodeau says the area... Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little... Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You can expect snow along with freezing rain Saturday night and into Sunday. With a low pressure tracking right over New York, the way it looks, we are going to be in the mixed area with a two to four inch snow. But parts of North Jersey, for example, are going to be south of where the low tracks. So the northwest corner of Jersey, for example, could pick up maybe four to six inches of snow along with the sleet and freezing rains. Thibodeau says if that storm tracks further south, the snow totals will go up. In addition, he says they can expect temperatures to dip into the single digits on Monday morning with wind chills anywhere from 0 to 10 below zero. By contrast, here in Florida, we are looking for a high Monday of around 60. And that's chilly by our standards here. A 49-year-old man under arrest after deputies say they found more than a million dollars worth of non-medicinal marijuana, we assume, in the Valrico grow house. Victor Perez Madrigal is facing numerous charges, including the theft of electricity in the building. How deputies discovered the grow house is not clear. In Volusia County, Bethune-Cookman University says staff layoffs and furloughs are coming. The historically black school's interim president made that announcement this week as BCU deals with major financial challenges. Back in August, four board members resigned after it was revealed the university is $120 million in debt.
Oh, that's it? Just 120 mil? Just 100. It, <laughs> Chump it, change, it huh? It piles up after a while. <laughs> wow, that's a lot of money. Want to talk about a lot of money? Polk County Sheriff Grady Judd says a Liberty County Jail inmate is a bit too industrious. He's in trouble for running a statewide business and fraud enterprise from jail. Bob Staley now facing numerous fraud charges, as well as several others whom Judd says were working for Staley. This dude here, with his experience, was able to sit in a prison and run a, a multi-thousand dollar racketeering business successfully with his seven compadres on the outside. Judge says Staley was able to set up a fake business account using the name of a Lakeland construction company, and then he purchased gift cards and other items which totaled more than $100,000. like something off a movie. I mean, that is a movie script right there. You, you would think it, it, it would be. I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if it was a movie out there somewhere. <laughs> I mean, it's a little close to Shawshank Redemption. Not quite, but he kind of ran the whole thing behind the scenes when he was in prison. But that that is a stunning story. At least he's in the place he should be in, which is prison. It, exactly. It, it's, it's not like they're going to have to rehouse him now. <laughs> exactly <laughs> right. Uh, Skittles Candy, by the way, coming to Broadway on Super Bowl Sunday, February 3rd. That's right. Skittles yeah. Candy. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, instead of paying for a Super Bowl ad, Skittles will be performing a 30-second commercial as a Broadway musical backed by a live band. Now, the one-time show takes place at Town Hall. Tickets are on sale with proceeds going toward the Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS organization. It's a bit of an an offbeat kind of an advertisement. Uh, I mean, money goes for a good cause. Yeah, the money is going for a good cause, and that's good to know. But that's how Skittles is. I mean, if you've seen some of Skittles commercials, just in general, offbeat is an understatement. I I, I blame M and M's. It's a it's a gateway candy. <laughs> M&M's is a gateway candy to yeah. Skittles. Mm-hmm. Two different kinds of candies. I like the peanut butter M&M's personally. Uh, for my own part, it's the, um, I like the green ones. The, the green ones? The green ones. I, I don't. Uh-huh. Uh, yes, there's something about candy and high heels. I don't know. But. <laughs> we have for you, good sir, words of wisdom from America's favorite golden girl, Betty White. I love children. The only problem with children, they grow up to be people. And I just like animals better than people. It's that simple. (laughs) Nice. I kind of (laughs) agree. Betty White is a national treasure, and she turns 97 today. Wow. Yeah. An acquaintance tells the uh, publication Closer Weekly that she'll be celebrating with a low-key party with good food, music, close friends, uh... White reportedly has some mobility challenges, but still has sharp a sharp mind. And she's doing crosswords, staying current with news and entertainment. Uh, White has been widowed since her husband, uh, Alan Ludden, died in 1981. She does spend her time these days with friends and her three stepchildren. And uh, she once said that the key to living a long and healthy life was try not to die. Try. <laughs> that's, a good, that's good advice. Uh, I think I'll take her up on that. It's kind of amazing to think about. Well, when was Golden Girls out? It was like the 80s that was that, that show was on? It was in the 1980s. And she was apparently in her golden years in the 1980s. And here she is. <laughs> she's still going strong. Yeah. It's sort of like, it's it's amazing. It, yeah, I, I liked her in that show, uh, Hot in Cleveland. There was a sitcom called Hot in Cleveland she was on when mm-hmm. she was older. She was pretty funny, and she was definitely older then and still making people laugh. She's outlived all the other uh, Golden Girls. She has, as yeah. a matter of fact. That's, uh, she talked a couple of years ago about doing a reboot, but she was, you know, it, it would be, uh, yeah. for her, it was kind of, be, kind of, be kind of a bittersweet thing. And, yeah. a, and, of course, there's people who say, who wants to live to be 97? 
Well, the person who's 96, that's who. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is a good point. All right, Alan. Uh, thank you so much. on News Radio 93.1. Mike, and we have got Steve Carell returning to television, this time in a Netflix series. Oh, okay, interesting. We've got that on our website, WFLAOrlando.com. Check it out and read all about it. Do you support open primaries in Florida? A new poll shows a lot of people in this state do. We have that in Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in two minutes. It is PM Orlando. It's 541 here on PM Orlando on News Radio 93.1 WFLA. Here's one of the top stories we're following for you right now. We had a report on this earlier in the show. Governor Ron DeSantis is calling for a stay of the state's legal appeal aimed at upholding a ban on smokable medical marijuana in Florida. Appearing in Winter Park this afternoon, DeSantis said the way the state is implementing a constitutional amendment legalizing medical marijuana isn't working. Updates on our top stories every 10 minutes here on PM Orlando. The latest news and a place to talk about it. News Radio 93.1 WFLA. So I asked the question earlier, and I will ask it again. Would you support an open primary in Florida? And text me to 23680, where standard message and data rates apply. Apparently, according to a new survey out in Florida, a lot of voters in this state actually do support it. Now, some of you might be wondering, what is an open primary? What does that exactly mean? Well, it would mean... That anyone who is registered to vote in the state could vote in the primaries. Oh, that's right. Your liberal leftist neighbor who you can't stand talking politics with. Oh, yeah. He'll be able to vote in your Republican primary. Nice. Excited about that? (laughs) That's what they want. Um, According to a public policy polling survey um, in Florida politics found that 70%, 70% support Uh, for allowing all voters to participate in primaries. Only 14 states require party affiliation to vote in a primary. Florida has had a closed system since 1913. I can't believe it's only 14 states that have a restricted primary. Wow, yeah, that's something. I mean, it kind of, I mean, to me, it makes sense to have a closed primary because Mm -hmm. what happens is you have states like, I think New Hampshire, believe it or not, is an open primary. You have states like that, where the Democrats end up voting in the Republican primary and we get some liberal Republican as our nominee. It's not the way it's supposed to work. They keep saying, well, but more people should have a choice since we have to pick between a Republican and a Democrat at the end. Well, technically, you don't have to pick between a Republican and Democrat. Most people choose to do so. But the problem isn't people not being able to vote in the primary. The problem is most people don't want to vote in the primary period, including registered Republicans and Democrats. They just don't participate. And then they complain when their guy didn't get there. Well, why didn't you participate in the primary in the first place? Yeah. Trust me, the lines are not long in the primary voting because I always do vote in the primaries. But an open primary would allow independents to vote right. wherever they want. You know, and that and that brings up an interesting point. There was a time where I kind of supported an open primary. When I first registered for, to vote, and the way they do it in Florida is when you get your driver's license, mm-hmm. they register you. Right. So I got my driver's license when I was 17, and they asked me if I was registered to vote and what party affiliation I was going to do. At the time, I was big on being an independent and all that, and um, I, you know, I was young and stupid. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I said, I want to register as an independent. 
And they said, okay, you can register as an independent, but you can't vote in the primaries if you're an independent. And I was like, oh, no, I have to be able to vote in the primaries. I'm upset about this. And then I said, okay, I'll register as a Republican. Right on. By the way, I shouldn't have bashed independents. There's a lot of good independents out there, but um, I would rather you register as a Republican, even though the Republican Party fails me in a lot of different uh, cases, national and locally. Uh, but yeah, so I registered as a Republican and I voted in the primary. Back mm-hmm. then I was kind of upset, but now it totally makes sense to me for the reason I cited. And both parties shouldn't want this. The idea of a party is you are affiliated with that group and with what they stand for. That's why we have parties. It only makes sense to me then that you would be restricted and only vote for your party. I, as a conservative Republican, should not be allowed to vote in the Democratic Party because I'm not a member of the Democratic Party. It seems like common sense to me, but apparently most voters don't think so. They think it should just be up in the air. And this means you're not going to have real Republicans actually end up being the nominee, which kind of happens sometimes because of the other states. You don't have real Republicans end up being the nominee, and I think that is not right. wonder how many of the 70% even understand what they're talking about, what they're being asked uh, to vote on. That's a whole other issue. Maybe yeah. we need to have a civics test or something that's right. if, if uh, you get to vote there. But yeah, uh, believe it or not, though, the Constitution Revision Commission last year considered the issue, um, but it ended up not happening. They uh, bar president, former Florida bar president, Bill Shafino proposed the top two vote getters, regardless of party advance to the general election. Another issue that system is modeled after what goes on in California. But um, basically, and what the, the reason why they're complaining about this and the reason why some people want open primaries mm-hmm. is they don't like the fact that Ron DeSantis won. Because Adam Putnam was the more moderate guy, and they feel like he should have won. If there was an open primary, he would have won. And they don't like that Andrew Gillum won, because Andrew Gillum was the progressive of the ticket, the most progressive, the most left of the ticket, and he ended up winning. And they think that's because we don't have an open primary. But the whole point of being in a party is you're affiliated with that party. Sure, It just seems common sense to me. Maybe it's just too much common sense, but if Andrew Gillum represents the Democrat Party better than anyone else, then he should be the nominee for the Democrat Party. If um, Adam Putnam represents, the, or actually if Ron DeSantis represents the Republican Party better than anyone else in the Republican Party, then he should be the Republican nominee. And if you don't like either of those candidates, then you don't vote for either. You vote for someone else running or you write someone in. That's how it works. So we're talking about fluid political identity here. In yeah. other words, I feel like a Republican today, so I'm going to vote Republican. That, you know, that's a good way to put it. You know, people change their genders. Sure. On a note now, so I guess you just change your party affiliation on a note. But that's what happens. What happens is I a bunch of leftists end up voting in the Republican primary and we get some leftist or moderate Republican who shouldn't be the nominee. And that's why it happens. And that's why I'm completely against it. So the attack on Christianity by some in the left continues, but there was someone in the Senate who stood up for Christianity the right way. It was good to see. We have that. And Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in two minutes. It is 548 here on PM Orlando. 
Here's an interesting headline for you right now. You'll get a kick out of this, Tom Benson. A pair of Maryland companies are collaborating on an effort to produce the state's first medical cannabis-infused beer. I mean, we knew this was coming, didn't we? <laughs> a double whammy. Yeah, no. Flying Dog Brewery and Greenleaf Medical Cannabis are hoping to score approval from the Maryland Medical Cannabis Commission to begin producing hop chronic beer by this summer. I mean, I guess the potheads were doing this anyway, so we'll just I, have the medical people do it. I wonder if that's an effort to disguise the chemical uh, marijuana cannabis in your in your system. What do you mean, the THC? Yeah. I don't think it works that way, but I'm not an expert on yeah. marijuana. I've never smoked the stuff, believe it or not. Updates on our top stories every 10 minutes here on PM Orlando. News, weather, and traffic for the smartest audience in talk radio. News Radio 93.1. Check out this headline by Clay Kane on CNN, writing an opinion piece on CNN.com. Mm-hmm. Karen and Mike Pence's astonishing moral hypocrisy. So what was the dastardly thing that Mike Pence's wife, Karen, did? She got a job. She got a job as an art teacher at a Christian school in Virginia. (gasps) How dare she? I know. The problem with this school, at least what this writer has, is that school bans LGBTQ children and requires employees to declare their religious beliefs. Oh, no. You mean a religious institution has religious standards? How could they? Believe it or not, the Bible says that homosexuality is a sin. If you don't like it, you don't have to read the Bible and you don't have to be a Christian. But what this writer says in CNN is says, this is like the Handmaid's Tale. Yes, it's exactly like the Handmaid's Tale. Um, a show about a dystopia where they have a group of women who are raped to breed. Yeah, this is the, this is the same thing, right? It's the same exact thing. No, of course it's not. Um, basically they're criticizing her because her husband's the vice president. And that means he wants to create a theocracy, mm-hmm. you know, a theocracy in this country. It's absolutely ridiculous. All these pieces are about is attacking Christianity. What a lot of people on the left want to do is they want to take out Christians in public office and move Christianity into the private sphere, not in the public sphere, and eventually relegate them to minority status in this society but luckily there is one senator who is actually standing up for christian values a lot of this audience doesn't like him because he was a never trumper but senator ben sass of nebraska led an effort to reaffirm reaffirm the constitutional clause for forbidding the use of religious tests for public office holders this effort was prompted by recent questioning of the catholic judicial nominee brian boucher over his membership in the Knights of Columbus. Absolutely ridiculous that this was even an issue that came up. But Ben Sass went to the Senate floor and talked about it. This is what he said. But it is the stuff of basic neighborliness. Well, this is where our story gets weird. Because at Brian's confirmation hearing before the Senate Judiciary Committee a few weeks ago, one of my colleagues on the Judiciary Committee called the Knights of Columbus an extremist organization. Huh? Uh, It got worse Brian then got a letter from a member of this body asking him if he would resign his membership in the Knights of Columbus if he were confirmed to the federal bench to, quote, avoid the appearance of bias. This is nuts. Uh, We're talking about the largest Catholic fraternal organization in the world being called an extremist organization and a nominee for the federal bench being asked if he would resign from this organization so that he could serve without the appearance of bias. 
The clear implication here was that Brian's religious beliefs and his religious affiliations, in this case, an affiliation with a Catholic organization that invests countless hours and millions of dollars annually serving special needs kids, Brian was supposedly, therefore, potentially unfit for federal service. This is the same kind of garbage that was thrown at a member of this body, John F. Kennedy, 60 years ago when he was campaigning for the presidency. And so today, I've introduced a resolution, a 101-level basic resolution, that simply reaffirms the belief of this body in American religious liberty. So the good news behind all that is the, the Senate, including the Democrats in the Senate, backed his resolution unanimously so far religious freedom still exists in america but there's a lot of people in this country as i've mentioned before that do not like the idea of religious freedom they're okay if you practice religion in your home or in your church well actually they're probably not really okay with that either but they don't want it anywhere in the public sphere they feel like religion should you know you have the organization called freedom from religion their whole goal is so you can't practice religion in public. The whole idea of this is an attack on Christianity and Christian beliefs. There are a lot of other Christian beliefs that exist, including, you know, abstinence before marriage, not having sex before marriage. But nobody attacks Christianity for that belief. There's a lot of things that you're called to do as a Christian that is not in line with the rest of the world. But the left is using the LGBTQ agenda because they know and they think it will be effective against christians these people don't even understand how christianity works christianity is about love and compassion even for those you disagree with even for those who you consider your enemy just because you disagree with a lifestyle doesn't mean you hate the people that practice that lifestyle you just believe that you are called for a higher purpose for many different things not just homosexuality but they don't like that they don't like christianity they believe that it's against our society and they want to promote their agenda. And of course they want an excuse to sin. And this whole thing, this whole attack on Christianity is just beyond reason. Well, the hour's done. I appreciate you listening to another edition of PM Orlando. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at PMOWFLA at PMOWFLA. I will be hosting Good Morning Orlando tomorrow morning, and we have a lot of different things to talk about. We'll continue to talk about the spat, the cat fight between Nancy Pelosi and Donald Trump. What's the latest that's going to happen? God only knows. <laughs> I appreciate y'all listening to the show, and, well, I'll catch you guys next time. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.